Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, we need to ask her. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. We're dumb. <laughs> Oh, this is why I lit. I get imposter syndrome. Doug was talking to me last night about imposter syndrome because he he's been yeah working as like an AV technician at the moment. He's been doing loads of conferences and he'd done one where this woman had come in and it was like a motivational speaker and she'd been talking about mm. imposter syndrome all day. And he was like, oh, "Babe, I really really wanted to put you onto her. Like I felt like you really needed to talk to her. Like just get your imposter syndrome sorted out." I was like, "It's not imposter syndrome, my darling." It's perfectly justified. I don't know what I'm doing all day long. <laughs> I know. God. That's the but thing, I did actually it? find out that this woman, it was really interesting because how you can spot a runner because Doug was like, mm. he said for some reason something in his heart nearly went, made him go up to her at the end of the conference to go, have you listened to the Women's Running Podcast? You really should. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad you didn't do that. I would have been very embarrassed. But it turns yeah. out that he was like, I just thought she was like, she seemed like a runner. She seemed like someone who would be like in your gang. She seemed like she would be a listener. Aww. And then we stalked her on uh, Instagram afterwards and she's an ultra runner. Oh, there you go then. You can, you can yeah. spot us a mile off, can't you? I say us yeah, as if we're all ultra straight away. <laughs> Whatever it is that you've set yourself as this expectation that doesn't exist, just let's just get, let's put our hats in the ring this Christmas. <laughs> That sounds like a Shaking Stevens song. I like it. <laughs> Let's put our hats in the ring this Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to episode 173 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. 
We start off today with a lengthy complaint against chillblains, which quickly segues into some stuff about pub quizzes before moving on to today's hot topic, VO2 max. Why does it go up when you least expect it and go down when you've been training really hard? We discuss with absolutely no expertise. Then we chat Christmas eating and training and rewards and punishment. We talk about how running gives us more than just physical and mental benefits, but how it also benefits us socially by gifting us a community in whatever way we access it. There's also a bit of parkrun controversy courtesy of a lovely listener. To be continued. This episode is sponsored by sportshoes.com. Right now at sportshoes.com, you can pick up the brand new Asics Nova Blast 4. That rings a bell. You've got a pair of those. I have, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, they do look absolutely stunning, to be fair. But aside from looks, what's beneath the surface? Why else should I think about buying them? Glad you asked. There are loads of reasons. They've got lots of lush cushioning courtesy of Asics's energetic FF Blast Plus Eco technology, which is not easy for me to say, which is made up of about 20% renewable materials. They've got an outsole that's been inspired by a trampoline, which just has to be good, and really good grip that's ace in wet weather. And the upper is super comfy and plush. Uh, also, a little scientist birdie just whispered in my ear and told me that the Nova Blast 4's carbon footprint is 23% lower than the industry average. Can that possibly be correct? You are right, woman in STEM. And you can add bounce to every step in the Nova Blast 4 shoe, taking you from feeling average to energised. Well, what are you waiting for? Go and pick up a pair today from sportshoes.com. Well, I personally think that we should kick this week's episode off. <laughs> kick it off! With you. I cannot kick anything at the moment because my toes, I'm in agony, but also oh, ecstasy. Mate. You know when your toes are, my chillblains are so itchy. Oh my God. <laughs> it's horrible. <sighs> oh, you know what? Let's try and not think about them. The, the the kind of the temperature up and downness of like because because it's plummeted the last week or so yeah um I had the most mental like chillblains I hear that and I I I am massively sympathetic but obviously going to turn the conversation mm-hmm. back to me because you know um that's our job back and forth back and forth so <laughs> <laughs> it goes me, 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 me. um <laughs> I went for a run on. Sunday. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because I saw an Instagram post by a friend last night who said that she came back from a run late at night and then she was unfathomably itchy as soon as she got in, like, itch, 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 itch. Yeah. And um, I had that. So I, I came in from a run Sunday morning, went straight into the shower because we had to get out really quickly. So cold, cold, cold and raining outside hot shower and then my legs just felt like a million fire ants were crawling up and down them and I scratched like I had scabies of which I have horrible experience so I ended up scratching Mm. my legs to 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 buggery came back in the bedroom and they were bright red like I showed you the picture of them didn't I yeah um, they were like they were like those hot dogs that you get in the (laughs) uh in the cinema or whatever yeah I look like Sizzlers, her- they were sizzlers. Red oh, I was going to say herters, but yes, with you on sizzlers. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> really, really super unpleasant. 
but anyway, it turns out there is a thing called runner's itch, um, which I, oh. you know, after some frantic uh, bedtime Googling. Shall I Google? <laughs> yes, it's, don't worry. It's not nothing. Runner's itch. Yeah, it's nothing vaginal. It really is just kind of the rest of the organ. Oh, I mean, oh, that's normally the thing. Oh, okay. So it's because <laughs> it's because of a histamine release. Yes. Yes. That's very so, interesting. Me and Susie had a histamine release. But I wonder if um, those of us of a certain age who also suffer quite badly from circulation and all I mean, we, I think it's just, it's all of that, isn't it? It's shit mm. circulation. It's being a woman. It's another cross to bear, isn't it? It's yeah, one of our awful things. Men don't get it, do they? Oh, well, let's find oh, no. out. Do write in and let us know. I've got no idea. <laughs> Doug doesn't yeah. know what a chillblain is if I'm if I talk about that. He's like, what? <laughs> no. Oh no. my god! I'm literally. I want to look at them. I want to look at them, but I can't look at them on the pod. <laughs> oh my god! They are so. Why did? Why does this happen to me? I don't understand. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I feel like other people my age are not getting chillblains. But it, I used this... to have them when I was in school. So I think it's just a. a yeah, thing. I. I think I it's, um, I remember telling my mum that I had chillblains after we'd, we'd been out sledging in the snow, obviously. Oh, what the fuck am I saying that for? I mean, it, anyway, we, we've been out sledging. <laughs> we've been in out sledging. Snow. I'm feeling quite hysterical. I'm delirious and I don't yeah. have any coffee, so I'm really sorry. My eyes look like little assholes, and I'm so sorry <laughs> if I fall asleep on this podcast. <laughs> Cat bums. Um yeah, cat yeah. bum eyes. We came back in from from being in the snow, and I remember saying to my mum, into our very poorly heated house, we had some, we had very patchy uh, central heating, um, and I put my feet up against one radiator and to to warm them up. So obviously, this is the very very worst thing you can do. And yeah. I got chillblains, and I remember telling my mum that I had chillblains, and she she was very dismissive. She was like, "No, no, 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 you can't have chillblains." And and to be fair to her. Like chillblains is a very kind of 1950s sort of ailment, is isn't it? it? Oh, this is worrying me so much now. It's kind of it's up there with what? Yeah, it's up there with sort of I don't know TB. <laughs> it's sort of, it's God, just why have I got? Get... It's circulation. I got them, it's circulation and cold, cold outsides and warm insides, isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem. I think I don't quite realise how much I, um, uh, how much my toes get cold if I'm, yeah, I'm walking around or the flat's really cold. I'm also so reticent to always turn the heating on in this house because of money, Um, but it is a very cold flat. Um, And then I do sit with a heat space heater right underneath my desk. So I know why. And then I'll go for a run or something and then I'll get in a scolding shower. Yeah. I think it's the change in temperature that gives it to you. It's like, because we used to get told off when we were in school for if we had like PE and stuff outside and we would get really cold hands, we would then go into the toilets and put our hands under the hand dryers. Yeah. And Mrs. McCarty Jones used to come in and go, get your hands away from those, you'll get chillblains. And I was always like, oh, I don't care because I want what's immediately nice. (laughs) I don't care about the long-term repercussions. Yeah. But I I think one of the issues with feet particularly, well, I I, Mm. I have this as a personal thing and I'm just assuming that everyone else has it and I don't know if that's the case. 
But when my fingers get cold, I immediately feel them and know that they're cold. And so immediately seek out gloves and and warming them up. But I think when you get cold toes, I just don't think the nerve endings are as kind of good as your fingers. And I don't think that you can feel so you the cold know. as much. You just don't so know you don't so know. much. Yeah. Which is why you suffer from chillblains because you're not kind of keeping your feet warm because you're padding around just in socks or whatever and you don't you don't realize and mm. I'm, I'm the same I've, I've made a concerted effort to to kind of up my slipper game this winter yeah so I don't I know like, I should have I should have slept I have been sleeping in bed socks because it's so cold at night yeah. and last night I didn't and now I've woken up and I've got chillblains again so oh my god I know my why. bed socks my well bed socks oh, knitted by I love a bed sock by by my mother mm. did she get you a mm-hmm. pair I'm sure she knitted you a pair she's got me she? a pair I've got a blue pair <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just they're so good because they're knitted they're in I my bed sock rotation they yeah my bed sock rotation is only my mum's knitted socks because like everything That's else is too sweet. thick so it's only those she, bought, she made them last year because I was complaining about chillblains so much she made them she both did. of us should we carry yeah. on complaining about things and see what else we can yeah get? exactly <laughs> like, like a little tank top <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> such a sh- oh you never know who's listening we could be like oh Ooh. it's such a shame I haven't had a holiday to Barbados in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. My whole life. Oh, it'd be so warm. Never get chillblains there. I know. Yeah, that's <sighs> true. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I definitely wanted to talk to you about something that wasn't chillblains. Oh, probably running. Okay. Do you have the jingle? Oh, let's do it. The running bit. The running bit. The running bit. The running bit. How's it been? What have you been doing? Uh, well, it's funny you should say. Um... Uh, yeah um it's been it's been interesting so I've just been I've been plodding along last what three weeks I guess um not not continuously obviously um Mm. but uh having had a week off uh post New York um I've then I've now kind of run I run four times a week and I've just been doing plods and finally 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 I can say for the last what week and a half or so it's felt quite nice um and you've enjoyed so it I have enjoyed it I have enjoyed it so Good. yeah I'm just plop, that's plop, all plop. I wanted that's... to hear okay shall I stop there should we just finish oh yeah sorry, sorry. no that was rude yeah. and also not the point of a podcast <laughs> but um <laughs> can you stop talking actually yeah yeah sorry. <laughs> uh no I think that that's I'm I'm just um yeah calling back to our last conversation that we had where you were running four times a week, but you weren't really enjoying any of the sessions. And we mm. were like, oh, should it, should you cut down a bit? Should you, but if you're, if you've persevered with four and you are now, you've broken through and you're starting to enjoy them, then I think that sounds all good to me. It does. It it, it does feel really nice. I think that, and there is a couple of things that I do think that I was kind of like slightly right in the kind of pushing through thing that I remember yeah. saying or, or thinking I'm not entirely sure if I kind of verbalized it correctly but just like I just thought if I just carried on keeping going and running that eventually the love for it would return and I think that's true yeah. but also I think I think back to this time last year where I was and I know I've said this before but I think it bears repeating that I remember forcing myself out at like six in the morning to go for runs before having to come back and do the school run 
And now I absolutely am not doing that at all because I value my sleep and my rest too much. And so Good. I'm just starting work later or going out at lunchtime and just doing it yeah, a bit later that's on. Lovely. So, and that's Same. That's all I'm doing. Nicer. I've actually been going after work a little bit at the moment just because of the temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I was I going to ask. It's not you, my it, ideal, but also it means that I can go with a friend, which always really helps cheer me at this time of year. Yeah. And I was going to ask, have you been back to the Sunday morning Victoria Park thing? No, I actually haven't. I haven't really been around for the last few weekends in Bath, but I, I'll check out whether they've got like a Christmas one or something. <gasps> because that was. Sorry, I, I knew that would happen. I opened Instagram to look it up and Brandy Carlisle started singing at us. Um, <laughs> let me see whether they've got like a... Oh, they've got all the pictures of of everybody doing the run club. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm definitely thinking that I would like to go to a, a Christmas one if that's an option. Um, but yeah, I've yeah. just been doing like... I've been doing little 5K jaunts with Lex. Um mm-hmm. Usually on a Monday, though we didn't do it yesterday, uh, after work. Um, and nice. uh, we've been doing like, we'll do like four and a half K of it of just like chatting. And I mean, it's literally it's zero pressure. She's training for the bath half. But for me, it's quite lovely because I feel like it's the first time that I've, I've run with Lex quite a lot. But only when we've been training for something specific, it feels really nice to just like join her for a run on a yeah. regular basis. And it'd be like just to have a chat and a catch up. So we'll do like four and a half K of chatting about life. And I'm not very good at talking when I run and she's a bit fitter than me. So it's quite good. She can be my podcast. Nice. Talks yeah. at me while I'm running along while about her week, which is great. <laughs> and then for the yeah. last like half a kilometer, we absolutely leg it and we have a rage run. <laughs> nice. So it's not quite that. interval training, but it is basic because it's all emotionally based where we'll be like, right, yeah. okay, now from here to the end of the road or from here to the lamppost, we're just going to absolutely peg it. And when we go for it, um, oh. yeah, and we think about all the things that have annoyed us that week. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, I feel amazing. Let's go to the pub. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> That does remind me, I did see, I saw a lovely thing on Instagram the other day and it was um, a kind of like a, you know, you get running, running comedians. There's a, there's a woman that I follow, American, I think, or at least North American. And, um, Mm -hmm. and she, she was saying, um, if you're forced into going for a run with someone that's fitter than you, what you need to think of is lots of open-ended questions. Like for instance, tell me about your life from when you were born or, (laughs) don't tell me all the places you've been on holiday ever you know in intimate detail kind of thing (laughs) oh I love that is such a distraction technique as well that I was thinking about it the other day and I was a bit embarrassed because uh, I remembered when we ran the Vitality 10k there was a (laughs) you know when you just get like a flash to something that you did and you're like cringe cringe I'm so cringe (laughs) do you ever get those Oh yeah, all the time. What was I yours? Because we we were running along. I shouldn't feel cringe to you. You know me deeply now, but um, we were running along in the Vitality 10K, and I remember I was listing all my school friends to you, and I was like, "Lil is 28, and she works for Farrow and Ball." And I was just like listing all of them, like what they did. Like it was like like they uh, like they were cat made up characters. Like, I could have made them all up, but. That was such, then I thought more about it because I was like, oh, but that is so good when you're running. 
to do mm. like or when you're doing a really boring workout like something that you just that you kind of just need that mental distraction a bit to get through the tough bits listing stuff I love listing stuff is that, that weird yeah. no it's not weird because I kind of I guess I, I guess I do something very similar, but it's mostly because I'm usually doing maths. If it's a really long, really boring one, it's maths mm. related. Sorry, um, but yeah. yeah, I think listing I didn't mean listing to recoil immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lex does that, and she tries to get me to do that. Where she'll be like, I, "We've been on runs before," where she's been like, "Okay, right, long division," but she's a <laughs> primary school teacher, so she like knows how to do all of that stuff. Whereas I haven't done a maths. I haven't done yes. a maths since I was like twelve. <laughs> So I'm like, what is it's that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I saw, I remember someone saying something about do, doing something similar with geography. And I had that exact reaction because it's like, list all the cities you know. And I'm like, huh, London. Uh, and oh my God, it's a bench, awful. Because I've got not a clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't this do, is I can't a slight me. detour from the running bit. And there is something that I want to ask you about running uh, and general fitness. But that mm. has made me think of a, an, a, a, an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah, go on. Who would be your person <laughs> if you're doing a pub quiz? Yeah. Who's, <gasps> who are you bringing for like, the key points so who's gonna who's your geography person oh <laughs> Sorry, da- dave. So weird. Dave, dave is, is my really geography good. person he's really good at geography mm. yeah annoying annoyingly oh. so yeah but but annoying yeah. and then looks at me like i'm a mental if i can't think of any cities other than london so oh, come on everyone can think of a country beginning with Z. uh uh you know, kind of thing yeah there we yes. go yes <laughs> <laughs> Mine is my friend Rob. He's the sort of person that you can ask him what you can give him a country like mm. Bulgaria, and he'll be able to tell you the capital city of it. Oh, and do, do you have a general yeah. knowledge friend, or is that you? Who's who's what? What's in fact? No, what's your specialism in the quiz? Okay, what you... good question. I mean, yeah. I've got. I would actually <laughs> say maybe I am the general knowledge friend because I'm not uh. particularly strong in one area, but I'm quite good at remembering um like random shit I've got a really good memory you do have I mean, a very you good work memory, with me actually. I don't necessarily have a good memory for like tasks I need to complete <laughs> but I've got a good memory for like well in fact I kind of do considering I'm I'm not I don't do like a sort of to-do list and stuff like I just sort of I work best when things are in the front of my mind mm. and um I'm quite good at remembering things like you are fantastic at remembering things because do you remember what you were like in Paris where you remembered everyone's name and oh, I was like I am oh, quite good at names really good at names yeah yeah I and I'm fabulous. quite good at like weird stuff like it's stuff that makes it seem like I know loads about something but I don't so secretly I'll just have rem- I'll just have sort of gone I think once somebody told me that that actor was in that film and I'll mm. say the name of the actor and everyone will go, oh my God, you must be a really big fan. And it's like, I've never seen it. I just remembered vaguely <laughs> that somebody said they were. So I'm quite good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, I hope people don't feel, find it creepy when I remember their names. Sometimes I worry about that. Why is that creepy and not just absolutely lovely? Well, I think some people probably find it endearing, but some people are probably a bit like, oh, all right, bloody hell. Oh I'm no! Like, I think yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. How's how's the how's the kids? Joanna, Claire, 
Smith and Mark. They might think that it's... No, I think because Bob I think I, of them, no, <laughs> because I'm like on on the other oh. end of the scale. There's me who just comes across as being wildly rude because I don't remember anyone's names. I remember faces, but that's useless when you're talking to someone because you're going, "Yes, I remember your face. I have no idea who you are." It's just it's it, it's rude, rude, rude. Oh, I can never I'm do it. I'm not so good visually, but I'm good at remembering at remembering names and and little facts. So I think, yeah, I would probably, in answer, I would probably mm. be a general knowledge gal. Yeah. Um, I'm also quite good at like theme tunes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like if, they, if it's a fun quiz where they're like, they yeah. play you. I went to the f- most fun quiz ever um, with some friends a few months ago. And uh, it's a series of them. I can't remember what they're called. I'll try and remember and put it in the show notes or something. Mm. Um, that they're a series of quizzes and they, they definitely go around Bristol. I don't know whether they go anywhere else. Mm. Um, and you, there are silly games as part of it. So there are there are normalish rounds where you're asked questions, but then also they'll be like halfway through they'll be like silly game break, and then someone on your team <laughs> has got to get up. And uh, the one that we did, uh, one person had to feel what was in a bag and describe it to somebody nice. else, and however many they described correctly, they won. And then all the way through as well, you have to draw <laughs> a, they give you a theme every week. So I think ours was like uh, Pixar films that have gone horribly wrong or something. And oh, people okay, did various yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, we did Sex <laughs> Toy Story and all of the Toy Story characters had become dildos and stuff. <laughs> it was great. But we lost too, even though we thought ours was the most brilliant thing ever and it was so funny. Oh my God, it was so funny. But uh, we we didn't win because we, slightly cheating, I think, were up against a group where they had a bun- they were like a bunch of tattoo artists. So they obviously uh, drew something amazing and yeah. really good. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, not fair. But it is kind I'm, of also I'm... a bit like you're supposed to be a bit rude, and it's it's really fun and silly. I loved it. Great. That can't remember what great. it's called though. So I well, everyone forget about it. Never go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always useless at pub quizzes. I think I mean because I so I've been to many many dozens of pub quizzes. And I can actually remember times where I've got things right, and because there's like two times, and one the one mm-hmm. of the most successful times was actually not a pub quiz; it was the PTA quiz, where one of the rounds was guess the exact name of the Kipling cake, and I did really well on that round. Um, oh yeah, just... <laughs> I reckon I could do all right at that. <laughs> um, so that was really good, um, and then another one was um, knowing the names of. Uh, Victorian novelists, that kind of thing, or or well, not Victorian novelists, yeah, see, but sort I of Edwardian novelists. Need you for that. So that that was things yeah, like I definitely knowing, need you for that. Knowing literature. who wrote Black Beauty. You, so literature was all right. Yeah, yeah. you can be but, the literature, the literature gal. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, when what we I put do together is together our fantasy football quiz team. I try to be the literature person, but then I put my hand up. I get overexcited, and I never know the answers. So, and I'm, I'm just sitting there for ages and ages trying to think of. Anna Sewell. That seems like like a me thing to do, not a you (laughs) thing to do. I think the listeners will be surprised to hear that because I think you are generally more cautious and calculated and you'll be like, oh, do I know this? (laughs) Whereas I think it seems like a more me thing to do to put my hand up and go, what? Oh, 
forgotten the question. Oh no, no, I, I, because I, I, I'm still, I still burn from a pub quiz about mm, twenty five years ago when there was a spelling round, and I was like, oh, 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 I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, and I got the plural of dwarfs wrong. So I see, you see, I remember these. Oh, things. is it not? I, is it not V E S? Is it no, F-S? it's not. It is. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, oh, well, maybe I would did. if you <laughs> you just said it. So. The front of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. that's the thing as well that I struggle with. I'm also su- too self-deprecating and people-pleasing for quizzing, really, because I don't like losing because no one likes losing, but I don't like mm. winning because it's very embarrassing and awkward for yeah. everyone else. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Although I did, I find I winning, winning quite uncomfortable sometimes. It it is it is. Although it does depend on how drunk you are. And I remember when we won the PTA quiz that one year, which was <clears throat> just before lockdown. Actually, it was February twenty twenty, and we won a trophy. But the trophy was filled with Cadbury's cream eggs, and it was just like the best thing ever. Oh my god! <sighs> I know. I love this yeah. quiz. I I need a child <laughs> just so I can jo- join a PTA. It was so good. And also send them to a ball stool and then just join a PTA. Just do it. Just do it. It's <laughs> fabulous. Ball stools definitely still exist. And I was that that trophy that we were given, because it was lockdown, it meant that we could keep we kept it for a, a good solid two years as well. So um we were yeah. very happy with that outcome. Good times. Good times. Fair play. Yeah, I good times. I know, right? I know, right. You know, do you remember like about fifteen minutes ago we put a jingle in that said it was the running bit? <laughs> yes, I do. And that brings me to what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> so I spotted as an any any eagle-eyed listeners who follow Esther on Instagram, I spotted that you put something up about your VO2 Max and the fact that you were a bit frustrated, which I will say is better than mine and I'm pretty happy with mine. I'm not actually. <laughs> but this isn't about me. Um let's talk about yours because you feel frustrated that your vo2 max hasn't hasn't done anything for years well months actually actually no um it and and i'm not frustrated i'm resigned i'm fine with it so my my vo2 max yeah happy with it couldn't give a shit (laughs) literally couldn't give a shit so basically my my instagram post was like why has it changed not why hasn't it changed so that was the whole point. So it's changed. It's been oh, I'm it's completely been... misread. What a terrible friend! <laughs> no, but then actually, I went back and I reread it because I think a couple of people posted on it, going, "Oh, it's quite good." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no," because there's a, there's a sentence sort of smuggled in the bottom of there because what I've done is rambled on for ages and not got to the point, which is kind of what I do. Um, she says, rambling and not going to the point. Again, the, the point of a podcast. So, <laughs> well, there we go. Um, so mm-hmm. my thing is, is that my my VOT max has been forty eight for about um two years I remember there was a, I had a bit of a, a a flurry one Christmas where it went up to 50 and then went back down again but it's always been 48 ish um I think I've been a bit yeah anyway so it's about that anyway I've been through as everyone knows and is bored of um three marathon training blocks in 18 months where my VO2 max has stayed solidly at 48 throughout and the last training block that I did as everyone knows also, because I've bored everyone to tears about it, my last training block included loads and loads and loads of interval training. 
It was really, really hard, lots of threshold training. I would come back and my Garmin would say, you've done a threshold training, you have done interval, or you've done, um, what's the other one that it might say? Tempo or threshold, or occasionally, two or three times, it said VO2 max. So I'd done a training thing that would have benefited my VO2 max score. However, it didn't change. So last month, I ran the New York mar- Marathon on November the what mm-hmm. 5th. So we're like, we're a month on. It's been a whole month. God, I'm so happy now yeah. than I was a month ago. Right, it's been a whole month. I and know. in that month, I've had a week of no running at all. And then three weeks of actual plodding. No mm-hmm. training whatsoever. No tempo plod, plod, stuff, plod, no plod. interval stuff. Mm-hmm. Fuck the tempo. No, 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 nothing. Nothing at all. And two or three days ago, my VO2 max went up to 49. So what is going on? So I post on Instagram saying, why, why? What is going on? Why, God, mm. why? Um, anyway, so people have responded. Um, and, and top of the list, because it does say top comments. And I, why, why is something a top comment on Instagram? Like what, what, um, what, what's considered a top maybe comment? Maybe it's like, I don't know if no one's liked it or anything, but if it, mm. if people have, maybe it's because it's like the most liked. This doesn't have any like. Oh no, it does have, it's got three likes. Good point. Um, oh, so this yeah, one. probably that. Um, well, it's Sophie Power. So I've got to say it first, haven't I? Because like, it's nice to have famous friends in the high places, isn't it? Um, people who says, can give you presumably, you know, expert advice. I'm guessing she's yeah. going to say something wise here. Well, she is, and, to be honest, I'm I'm surprised that she's even able to kind of function because I think she's just done a 24-hour race this weekend for oh, Great hell. Britain. So I know. Anyway, she says, it's not just your VO2 max that counts. It's the time you can spend at it. I didn't run short. I don't run short intervals now. So she most her intervals are mostly six minutes plus. And my VO2 max on my Garmin is lower than before, but I'm far fitter heart rate for a certain pace is more accurate for me I, i'm not entirely sure i understand that do you understand no that? not really i think she's just basically no. being a bit like take vo2 max with a pinch of salt because mm. maybe it, maybe it can feel like a bit of a score this is your score whereas actually yeah. you might have a higher vo2 max but not be able to exercise for as long i don't know I don't know. I don't know. And so other people have said, um, maybe we need to get Sophie on or we need to get somebody who, we did speak to to a Garmin expert and actually I noticed in our Spotify wrapped, thank you to all of you who gave us shout outs in your Spotify wrapped, that that our Garmin episode where we spoke to the woman in STEM at Garmin was our most downloaded one because I think that was really useful. So I might go back and have another listen to that because she did talk about VO2 Max, but also it might be worth seeing if we can ask some more questions. She, Yeah, she. I do remember that she did because I still don't quite get it. Um, I've also, so I had another response. I had a response from uh, a lovely woman called Shana who says that she listened to a great podcast and it said that it will even out as we age. As women, the hormones and aging process stop our VO2 from getting higher as our bodies change. And it's like, yeah, no, I know, I, I kind of, I do, I think I understand that. that I, I mean, that's why I was resigned to it being the same score for years yeah. and years. Because I just thought, well, well, if I keep it at the same, then I must be sort of doing good. 
Um, yeah. But then someone else, um, oh, Mary says, I have done less mileage, but more zone and sprint training and only doing five and 10Ks at a faster pace and heart rate and dropped all distance races and runs over six miles and hers has increased. Um, and, then, and another one has said she's been stuck at the same number for two years. She's done three marathons, countless halves and training all at different tempos, resigned to being the same. Um, yeah, I th- it just sound like loads of people don't have a clue. <laughs> I don't know. But then didn't she say that she'd stopped training so much recently and hers has gone up? Uh, she was the one that stayed the same. Um, yeah, some people have said that they've... Hang on. Yeah, because that was the only thing. I wondered if yours had gone up now as a result of the fact that you'd done all of that insane training. Um yeah. But you were expending all of that energy. Like, you know, you were doing that training in order to run a marathon, which is a huge feat of endurance. And now you've got a lot of that fitness and a lot of that work in the bank. But in order, you know, you're using like masterful tools to run 5 and 10Ks or whatever that maybe your VO2 max is like... Bing, bing, bing! She's amazing. She's she's incredible because you're you've you've lowered the challenge, the bar of the challenge. I'm definitely not saying that it's still not a challenge, but like mm. you've lowered the bar of the challenge that you've done for yourself now to lower distances, and you're not doing the crazy tempo runs and stuff. But you've still got that like base fitness level. If that makes any sense, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't and, and know. I don't know either. There's someone else has concurred and said that she's done minimal training in the last couple of months and it's gone up, but all those massive training periods and it never never moved. So, yeah, and and then, and then a couple of people have said, "Oh, looks like it's recovery. Recovery has helped your." Yeah, I think that's um, that's what I guess I'm saying. Really, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Is that recovery, giving yourself proper recovery, like you've had a week off running, like kind of no wonder you're feeling good. Yeah. And your body feels good because you did a big thing, but then you gave yourself time off and you eased back into things and you're like, you're, you've given yourself a bit of a break. I don't know. It's really, really hard to know. I think we need a woman in STEM here. I think, I think we do. I think we do. Do you know what's really lovely is that um, we are going to have a woman in STEM, aren't we? Because we're going to have... Um, over Christmas, we're going to have some lovely chats. We've got with, a couple of pals coming on. Yeah. Yeah. With some lovely friends of ours to talk us through some kind of winter training. And I'm definitely, well, I'm going to, I'm going to flag it up now because one of them is going to be Anna Harding, um, who we love very, very much. And we are going to ask her, I'm going to ask her about VO2 Max. She definitely understands about VO2 Max. So I'm going to ask sure her she does. those questions. She totally yeah. does. She yeah. Totally let's. Does. Let's speak to her about it and see what she thinks. But um, yeah, I've been. Uh, I I have to confess that I don't look at mine anymore because I found it so. Like I don't know whether anybody else listening finds this, but I found it really anxiety inducing because obviously it's not the kind of stat that you can change quickly, uh, which is fine, which is good. It's something that like you keep working at, but it just made me feel really bad about myself. Yeah. Um, yeah and you know when you do a workout where like you feel like you because then you start looking up like what's normal for my age and like where should I be and stuff and then you're like oh well you know like mine was always like fine for my age but not not great 
booked or anything and that made me mm. be like oh god I should be like I work for a running magazine and I and I run quite a lot I've done four half marathons like I feel like mine should be should be great for my age and like it just really really made me like very very anxious about my health and fitness and because it's one of those things I suppose that you can't see you can't quite see you can't understand quite where that's that's yeah. coming from I found it a bit stressful so I stopped looking but maybe I should start looking again this is a very good time to subscribe to Women's Running or think about giving a gift subscription for that big date in December you might be thinking about. Because right now, when you subscribe, as well as receiving the best magazine in the world, you'll also get a free exclusive Women's Running technical tea worth £35. It's beautiful, it's blue, and it says happy running on the back to help motivate you and your brilliant running buddies too. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk forward slash become a member and enter X23WRPOD, that's pod, at the checkout for your free tea. And please remember to send us a pic of you wearing it. Yeah, and there's definitely, I think it's another one of those weird stats, isn't it? Like calories or like um, I don't know, any any anything that has a number on it that you can use to yeah. beat yourself up with and actually it always feels a little bit disappointing as well you know like it always yeah. feels a bit disappointing like calories is another one not that we should but it is it's easy to get caught up isn't it if you have that displayed on your garmin then mm. like of course it becomes easy to be like oh am i doing am i burning more than i've used today and blah blah blah, blah. Mm. and it you're always going to be disappointed you've always burned yes. more calories just like breathing always. in and out and getting yeah. up to make and a cup of tea than is, you have when you do a bloody workout true but the thing is is your watch doesn't know who you are and doesn't have a conversation with you and doesn't understand like what's going on in your body and like because the thing that made me laugh was the week after I did the New York my Garmin was recommending that I go and do some interval training like I would, <laughs> I would wake up and it'd say right, absolutely do fuck like, off no <laughs> I, I won't and it still says it to me oh, now I'd I still so get a recommended angry. workout I'm like, no I'm not doing that no thank you <laughs> I'm not do that for no, months, thank you thanks <laughs> no no yeah well, so. I've just been sticking to my um to my strength training it'll be interesting to see oh, yeah. about some, my I mean I I know VOT max is more based on like cardio isn't it isn't it how efficiently you kind of use oxygen something like that I looked it up again last night and I still like even uh, though I'm, we've I got a great want to find on out. women's running <laughs> website about it so I'm I, I, yeah. I'm going to quickly remind us exactly what it is this is good um, because you know what as soon as we start talking about vo2 max the soon as soon as you say about half a sentence I completely zone out of it because I'm just like I just well you just yeah I'm like whatever boring what <laughs> <laughs> so it's how much oxygen your body can absorb and use during exercise. When you run or take part in any kind of aerobic exercise, your body can improve several functions. There, These are muscle strength, heart rate, body weight and composition and maximal oxygen consumption. So the VO2, what we normally talk about when we talk about VO2 max is maximal oxygen consumption. So that is the maximal, maximal oxygen uptake um, no, I'm not listening to any of this. During <laughs> that is available to you. So, fuck. It's the oxygen consumption that is available to you during physical, physical exertion at its max. That's what Sophie Power. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I was talking about it's not just an arbitrary number that's like this is how this is how hot you are. <laughs> it's, it's like it's basically it's basically uh that's your absolute peak. So you're not necessarily running at a 48 or 49 or whatever at all times, but that's what that's your absolute maximum that your body could. I don't quite know what it is, what, like what the number means, but <laughs> like that's I. the God, but that's the maximum like, amount of oxygen consumption that would be available to you at any time. So that's why I guess it doesn't move is because like if you've hit a peak because you've done something, then like, I guess you're not always hitting that peak every single time that you like might maximum do something. heart rate. So my maximum yeah. heart rate occasionally my maximum heart rate occasionally shifts upwards because I've worked really, really strenuously. And so it'll say, yeah. Oh, max heart rate adjusted and so it'll go up a little bit. Which which and I'm, it might go I'm back down of... at some point and like yeah, yeah I yeah. guess it's exactly like that, but it's your maximum oxygen consumption uh when you are exerting yourself that you could possibly do. But we still don't quite know what the forty nine things are. We don't know what forty nine right? means. I tell you who I'm reading a who I'm reading an article by. It's by Anna Harding right now. So um, uh. it's calculated by taking the time you run and putting it into minutes and fractions of oh my god, this is so oh complicated. God. Okay, let me read you what Anna says about it. <laughs> Your VO2 max is calculated by taking the time you run for and putting yeah. it into minutes and fractions of minutes, multiplying it by 1.444, not sure why, and taking that number <laughs> and adding 14.99. So, for example, if a runner can sustain a time of 12 minutes and 30 seconds of running, it would yeah. look like this. She's timesed it and added the 14.999, so that runner's VO2 max becomes 32.75. So it's about I the length that. of time that you can keep running for times by no but 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 so but but i can keep running for for four and a half hours so why wasn't it absolutely mental so it can't just be the length of time you're running for it must be the length of time it must be something else hang on i, need I don't believe her 
I think she's wrong. <laughs> she says it's, but it's not, it's the, you take the time you run for it and you put it into minutes and fractions of minutes. Oh, we need to ask her. I'm so embarrassed. Wow. <laughs> dumb. We're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I lit, I get imposter syndrome. Doug was talking to me last night about imposter syndrome because he, he's been, yeah, working as like an AV technician at the moment. He's been doing loads of conferences and he'd done one where this woman had come in and it was like a motivational speaker and she'd been talking about mm. imposter syndrome all day. And he was like, oh, babe, I really, really wanted to, um, to like just, to, uh, you know, put her on to you, put you on to her. Like I felt like you really needed to talk to her, like just get your imposter syndrome sorted out. I was like, it's not imposter syndrome, my darling. It's perfectly justified. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing all day long. <laughs> I know. God. That's the but thing, I did actually it? find out that this woman, <laughs> it was really interesting because how you can spot a runner because Doug was like, mm. he said for some reason something in his heart nearly went, made him go up to her at the end of the conference to go, have you listened to the Women's Running Podcast? You really should. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad you didn't do that. I would have been very embarrassed. But it turns yeah. out that he was like, I just thought she was like, she seemed like a runner. She seemed like someone who would be like, in your gang she seemed like she would be a listener Aww. and then we stalked her on uh instagram afterwards and she's an ultra runner oh there you go then you can you can yeah. spot us a mile off can't you i say us yeah. as he if dug we're all ultra straight runners. away straight away and oh. then I, was like, oh, I really want to do an ultra run with you one day and he turned over went to sleep and hasn't spoken to me since <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm getting really itchy feet. That I don't mean in terms of chillblains, but in terms of ultras. But I think that's oh. another podcast. Anyway, that's, okay. it's only because I went. Well, I went for a drink with my friend, and and we just were 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 talking at length about race to the stones and stuff like that. And I was like, I really want to do. It. Anyway. I got really itchy for for ultra running when I saw this woman post that she'd just done like a Peak District one. And it looked oh. beautiful. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And that's what I said to Doug. I was trying to explain it to him because he was like, I can't run a 5K without feeling like I'm going to die. And I yeah. was like, but ultra running is a bit different because when he was a kid, he used to do these things with his friends that they would call adventure runs, which was basically just, <laughs> it wasn't ultra because it wasn't very long, but it was like fell running or trail running. Like they just would go off into the mountains and then they would like stop yeah. and piss about for a bit and then they would run <laughs> back a bit and then they'd like stop and piss about a bit more. And I was like, this is exactly it. Like this is what, this yeah. is what it's all about. Like you would love that it. That sounds like, yeah, that's the perfect description of ultra running. Running yeah. up into the mountains, pissing about for a bit and then running a bit more. I mean, that's... Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's it. Totally speaking. Basically... Oh my yeah. God, I'm sorry. I'm flitting around so much and I can only apologize to everybody listening. We recently, if you didn't notice, won an award mm. for our podcast and I just can only hope that if we're ever up for another one, this isn't the episode that they use to uh, to judge. <laughs> oh God. But um, I, I did want to n tell you that the other night I was mm. watching, we were flitting around on the telly uh, you know, when you can't settle, like we watched half a Christmas film and it was so bad. To start with, we were laughing at how bad it was and then it got to a point oh. where we were like, actually, what are we doing? Um, yeah. And then we tried to watch a bit of a Gordon Ramsay thing and Doug was like, I I'm not, I can't have him in my living room no. right now. No, um, fair enough. And so then, yeah, it was too much. Um, yeah. And then we were like, oh, let's watch, let's see what's on BBC. And I saw Survivor, which I don't <gasps> know whether it's, 
it might still be airing. It might have stopped. Did you know uh, yeah. Sab was on it? Yes. Yes. Sabrina Pace Humphreys right? of Black Trail Runners, friend of the pod, friend of the mag, friend of yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and ultra runner extraordinaire, spine race mm. completer, like serious business. I, I had no idea. I follow her on Instagram, yeah. but she has. I, I looked on it and I noticed that she hasn't actually posted that much about being on it. So I must have missed it. And yeah. I heard a voice that I recognized when they were kind of introducing <laughs> themselves. And then I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I had the shock of my I, life. I know. I know. It's amazing. I mean, that's not of all of all the kind of scary things that you go on TV for. That's absolutely that would be so far down my list. It's probably quite high. Oh, up I'd on quite yours. like to do it. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, I would, I would. I like anything where there's an opportunity to try and win through emotional manipulation and try oh, and be nice. everyone's yeah. friend. Yeah, I. Th- I, I wouldn't think mind. about how I try and survive situations by just fawning, being like, oh, ha ha, man who can do the fire or, oh, big strong woman over there. Oh, be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I'm not afraid to admit it. Well, I think, I, I mean, that that doesn't seem like a bad thing for me to do either, um, but not in the context of kind of being on some kind of remote island and having to kind of survive by strength alone. I think if it was within the context of creating a small pottery thing, then I'd do that too. That's I think that's No, I know you my, would. I definitely yeah, I know or, you would. I would love or, or. to be one day famous enough. I mean, it comes with of course it comes with a price. <laughs> Fame comes with a price. But I would love to be famous enough to do the reality TV circuit. Because <laughs> um, they've got like celebrity, they've got celebrity uh, sewing bee now, Esther, and I feel like you would absolutely devour the competition in a bit of celebrity sewing bee. I'd love it. I can definitely sew a button on, but I think that is actually the extent of my. That's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I can't um, do any yeah, of it at all. Okay. I'd like to do all of those. You know, I, I I would be absolutely terrible at Strictly. It would be the most embarrassing thing that ever would ever happen to me. But I mean, you wouldn't turn it down, would you? Anyway, no. this is embarrassing. Why am I even saying I this? Yeah. Oh, call me BBC. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> I, I talking about moving around from subject to subject. She says mm. um, there was there was a thing that I did want to talk about just because of where we are um, in the year because we are it's 5th of December that we're recording on and so we know that we're coming towards Christmas which is terrifying because I've not finished all of oh, my yeah. ho, ho, stuff ho. Oh, ho, ho. For, for the patrons who might get this video you can see the Christmas tree in my in the background um yeah. it's very and, festive round Shay yeah Holly. that's about it I've got in the way of festivities for you at the moment my advent calendar mm. as well in the background here <laughs> which was lovely I had a lint uh, oh, a thing one. called yeah, it's really nice. I had Nuxor this morning. <laughs> oh, nice. It was delish. <laughs> delish. Love kicking off the metabolism with a big chunk of chalk. Lovely. I, I don't yeah. have an advent calendar, right? So I bought the kids their incredibly expensive ones. And Dave is very keen on one of those, just like the kind of old Victorian flat ones where you just open the door and there's a, just a kind of, sort of random picture of a bell behind it. That's what he likes. He loves so I got, those. I Awesome. I got big nostalgia when I saw Dave's one of those and I I think 
maybe a previous version of myself would have knocked them. But actually, now there's been enough time since I would have had one of those as a child. It feels very, very lovely and nostalgic and warm. And I would really like a picture advent calendar. Yeah, it's, it is. It's really nice. Um, but what I love is that we have now, I think it's three times now we've had this conversation where they talk about their, the kids are talking about their advent calendars and one of them will say, mommy doesn't have an advent calendar. And I will look pointedly at Dave and go, no, mommy does not have an advent calendar. And Dave will go, you didn't ask for an advent calendar. Like in a quite sort of I was there for that conversation the other day. Yeah. You were. Yeah. And I said, (laughs) and so that was the second time, but we had it again this morning. So I said, no, I didn't ask for an advent calendar. I asked for an advent candle. And he went, Oh yeah, and his face rearranges, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I did, I did say I'd get you an advent. So we've had well, that he did say, three times. He said, he said five days ago that he was going to order mm. you one on Amazon. Sorry, Dave, but yeah. if you're listening, you did say that. No, because he was still <laughs> completely shocked this morning when I reminded him of that fact. So he was like, "Oh no." <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Oh, anyway. I've, I've messed up with Doug's as well because I got one for Doug. Oh, um, yeah. And I can say it now. I can say it because it hopefully will have arrived by the time this episode airs. Also, who am I kidding? Doug's never listened to a second of this in his life. Um, <laughs> but it, um, I got him one after the success of last year, which was build mm-hmm. your own little synthesizer. Oh, which he yes. Went, he went mental for. I've got yeah. build your own radi- working radio. So he should, in Brilliant. theory, be able to have a radio at the end of... Oh, I told you this already, but for you guys, that's what I've got, Doug. Really excited that's about amazing. it. However, um, I ordered it and it was all a bit tight because I was super last minute. and I've been just, I'm so rubbish and last minute with Christmas this year. Everything is chaos. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I ordered it and it was supposed to arrive on the 1st of December. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, okay, okay, please arrive, please arrive. Got home because we... Esther and I were doing a video, recording a video together on Friday morning. Got home, mm-hmm. had a little, had the afternoon off, had a little chill on the sofa, had didn't made my Hello Fresh, um, and then I had a text saying we tried to deliver your parcel, but you weren't in <gasps> from like five oh, no. minutes ago, and I was like, yeah, I fucking was. I've been on the sofa eating my barbecue <laughs> beans. <laughs> I know so I was really gutted and then it you know it goes back to the thing and then you've got to call them to arrange a new delivery time or whatever so it's supposed to be coming tomorrow now but he's going to have six days to do in a row oh crikey he's going to have to work hard on that one isn't he 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 is it's going to sound like I've 100% made it up as well that that I've been like oh I have got you an advent calendar it's just stuck in the post oh (laughs) quickly sounds like a big lie yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I am flitting around like nobody's business, but I have remembered one other thing that I wanted to tell you about that made me laugh this week before we maybe do some letters. Well, there was still some Christmas stuff I needed to, I absolutely oh, needed God, to Oh, God, you do? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe I should sack my stupid anecdote off. Well, it was... Do your anecdote. It was, mm. it was just to say, this is back on my on commission for HelloFresh again, that um, when we were at the awards thing for our lovely um, podcast award that we won, um, mm. it was a bit of a late one. So I said to Doug, there was like, there was a, a HelloFresh, one more HelloFresh thing to do for the week. So I was like, you just do that. There's a stir fry. You've got all the bits. Like, I'll see you when mm. I see you kind of thing. Um, and I got home that night and mm. he was like, 
he was eating a McDonald's on Deliveroo, like that he'd ordered. And I was like, <laughs> babe, what happened to the stir fry? And he was yeah. like, oh, I just couldn't work it out. Like they didn't have the, they didn't have the, um, the noodles. They didn't have the pepper. They didn't have, and I was like, what? They just like missed half of the components out of this thing. Yeah. Cause we have had one HelloFresh order where they missed a sauce or something. It wasn't a huge part of yeah. it. I was like, oh, that's a bit rubbish. And I went and looked and he just had like, cause some, it gives you cold stuff. Mm. So I put the cold stuff in the fridge, which was literally like a, yeah, a, a, a bell pepper and a, I don't, I think that may have been it, maybe some sour cream or something. And then the, the, the dry ingredients that they give you were in the cupboard and I opened the cupboard and I was like, you didn't even, and he was like, oh, it's the only cupboard I didn't check. I was like, what, the as cupboard with if, the food in. Yeah, as if cheeky sod. He just wanted to eat a McDonald's and didn't want to cook it. Naughty, very naughty. So there we go, ratting him out on the podcast for that. I couldn't believe That's it right. though that I was like, the instructions, the ingredients, everything is there for you. It's a 20 minute meal. And yeah. there he was eating a fucking McPlant on the sofa when I got home. Uh, the classic Dave behaviour, that, I think. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, do tell Christmas. So the Christmas thing was, it was only because, um, and actually it does, it links all into this because it is about Christmas food. And it was because, and I mentioned this in the last pod, um, it's because I've, I've, I've now had three emails from the same PR, who I shall not name because I can't remember her name, um, but it's the same PR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and it's um, it's an email that's titled entitled "Experts Reveal How Long It Will Take You to Burn Off Your Christmas Dinner Plus the Exercises to Do So." So I chuck that up on Insta, just going, "Oh, please, fuck off! Like, don't yeah. do this." And we've talked about it a little bit, haven't we? Um, but I wanted to turn this into a stupid quick. So I we do not we thoroughly do not recommend anyone decides to exercise because of anything that they've eaten or, or or to kind of view Christmas with any kind of fear or to try and use exercise as any kind of punishment or food yeah. as any kind of reward or except it is always a reward because food's ace. Oh, it um, is. It's very, very difficult. I think trying not to, <laughs> I find trying not to use exercise as punishment the easy bit. I know some people mm. are different, but for me, that's like, it's, I found that easy to get my head around where it's like, no, no. If I'm not enjoying it, don't do it. Do something else that I enjoy. Like I've, I found it easy to kind of wrap my head around that bit. But the food as reward thing is taking a lot longer to get my head around. It is complicated. Um, yeah, because it's hard. Also, it? it is okay, I think, to say a bit like you might treat yourself with a posh yoga class to be like, oh, I'm going to treat myself to a lovely meal out. Or I'm gonna, of course, it's like... But I suppose a direct correlation between I've done that, now I eat a big fat Domino's or equally other way around. Mm. I've eaten a big fat Domino's, now I have to run 12 miles. That's where it starts to get a bit complicated in our brains, it, I think, yeah. and make us a bit sad. Absolutely. And I think, that it, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly agree. It's much, much easier to kind of accept in a kind of healthy mind kind of way the idea of of having a big fat Domino's after you've gone for a run feels kinder than having a big fat yeah. and then going for a run. Anyway, um, it also makes you would make you puke. But what I thought was... Um, it would make you this, puke in reality. 
it would. And it, this was just, it, this was an awful, awful article. And I hope that no one got this email in the kind of media world and thought, oh, you know what, that's, that's a lovely story. I'm going to put that up and I'm going to make people beat themselves around the head with this information that tells you to the minute how much you should exercise to get rid of your Christmas dinner. And what was like, it, I can't when believe they people are still up, writing stuff like that. I can't believe people are writing stuff like that. When they added it up and they were including drinks and nibbles and your Christmas dinner and your dessert and all of that kind of stuff, when they added it all up, it was a few minutes shy of nine hours. That's how long they were saying that you would need to exercise to burn off your Christmas dinner. Oh and my gosh. Like that's that's bollocks on so many different levels because obviously just First of existing, all, not how it works. Yeah. It's not how it works. Just existing yeah. burns off calories, right? Getting out of bed burns off calories. No one is going to exercise well no, not no one. Very, very few people are going to be exercising for nine hours. Well, I tell you what, very few people were going to be eating all of that food and then exercising for nine hours <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah. But they were also saying that what they, they try and temper it with, because they're trying to be kind of a bit more like uh, 2023 about it and saying, oh, it's okay. We're not saying that people should exercise for nine hours on Christmas Day. You can exercise during the week. But it's like, but what about all the but other is, food I'm eating? Is that how that what works about all either? The other? Yeah. I don't think that is how that works. Wouldn't it you have to literally, if you were going to like do calories in, calories out. And again, maybe we need to ask, we are hopefully having a nutritionist on. So maybe if mm. maybe we should save this to ask her. But um, if you were to, like when we talk about that, isn't that per day when you're talking about intake and, and, and output? So yes. if you take in... 3,000 calories on Christmas Day because you've had a huge Christmas lunch and you've had wine and you blah, 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 then wouldn't you need technically, though nobody is fucking doing this or telling anybody to do this, do that nine hours of exercise after your Christmas dinner? Uh, I don't know. All, all of again, it is... is puke, stuffing, stuffing all over, all over the place. The children are crying. But all of it's you've bullshit, isn't it? Because bread sauce. But, but, but think about it because scientifically it makes no sense no i just can't up, understand how that would work you use up what sort of 1500 2000 calories you, you you use that all up just literally by existing in that day so you you know yeah. it, it's it's bullshit and they and they're, they're they it's a, an entire article that is telling us that Christmas food is bad for us in some way and we need to sort of get rid of it. It's just like... Oh, so badly. We, yeah. It's so bad. I mean, you know, the things that we try and concentrate on, and I know that we have, and I, I don't think we make enough of a song and dance about the fact that we, we in our brand, we will never, ever, ever talk about diet or losing weight as a kind of... Yeah. An end goal lots of goal. people want to I lose definitely don't and... want to yeah like sort of uh I don't know I can't think of a way of saying it that's not rude big ourselves oh. up too much um yeah but um I feel like 
yeah, we we re- it really is like rife in the industry that we're in. Mm. And sometimes I can forget that because that's not the narrative that I surround myself with on my social media, with my friends or like we're not really, we're not like that. Um, but it really does still exist a lot. And at this time of year, there is so much pressure from, yeah, press agencies sending you things from other media companies, like from the general world of like, SEO or publishing like when you're writing content to use those kind of keywords about losing weight and uh, getting thin and dieting and all of that and I yeah I don't don't want to be like we're amazing but um it is really really tough to cut all of that bullshit out and be like I'm not competing in that even though the disappointing reality of it is that I know that it would probably sell us more copies of the magazine. It would probably get us more visitors to our website if we did play into it. But we will never do diet culture bullshit on this channel, on this brand. It's not our thing. It's not our thing. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, I think it's it it it's worth pointing out that I know I know that the lots of people, lots of people in the audience will access women's running from one channel or another because they would like to lose some weight and and so and fair play you do yeah what you need to you do and be shamed for for wanting to do that or needing to or, or, or if a doctor's told you to do that or you know I think that there there are plenty of health issues that it can help if you if if you lose if you lose weight as horribly irritating and unfair as that all is um mm-hmm. but um yeah if the it, it is it's something that I personally just feel like we're not doctors and mm. I don't want to tell people what to do with their bodies other we're telling you about running and about our experiences of running and of our lives and of and those things are completely separate to any of that stuff like your running, your eating habits, your those should be things that you're doing because you care about yourself and you're making yourself feel good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really well said. Do you know, I, I had a um, an interesting conversation with a runner this week. Um, we went for a run and she said um, that she was gathering together some information about the transformative power of running. And, um, and she knew that within that, within that, there would probably be some conversations about weight loss because that is that can be transformational, can't it? Um, but we were both mm-hmm. talking about how actually one of the surprising transformational aspects of running isn't health and isn't fitness and isn't the shape of our bodies, but is community. That that can be yeah that discovering like going for like a run in the dark for your your very first like couch to 5k hiding your body and hiding your shape and being ashamed of who you are and doing it I think the surprising end result of beginning on that journey is then because you've done it and you've realized it's okay and you're going to do it again that you might then discover for instance like our website or you might discover this podcast or you might discover this mum runs or you might discover a little running group that runs close to you that have women that look a bit like you that 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 run like you or you just you just or you discover the running channel or you discover you know yeah. things like that things that make you suddenly think oh there are other people just like me and yeah suddenly you can talk about 
your your you know the things that you've done the things you want to do achievements pitfalls challenges all of that and suddenly you realize that you have accessed through that first run just the most incredible network of people who are going to support you in ways in which you would never find anywhere else I think running is absolutely unique like that I love that I completely agree I completely agree I really really feel like the bit that resonates most with me with that is the fact that there's almost like a perfectionism in us sometimes that I think can lead to a lot of that a lot of stuff around kind of negative body image or feeling like things might be perfect if you just lost a little bit more weight or your face looked a bit different or you did these things that you've associated with a person that you want to be that isn't necessarily you I think authentically becoming that person by genuinely leaning into the things that you enjoy and I think the representation is exact it is a huge part of why I feel I can do that because I would have viewed I didn't want to be a sporty girl when I was younger because I wasn't as sporty as lots and the perfect the slight sort of perfectionist element in me was like well then reject it reject it entirely I'm not going to do any Mm. of it being able to accept that like it's not I'm not naturally good at it it's not something that I'm naturally good at running or general sport but I now feel like that's completely okay because there are so many people like me I'm not going to be sort of floundering at the back going what was the point in even doing this because I'm nowhere near all the rest of these people it's like I've realized through this that there are so many people out there who who run who do sport who go to the gym who who move their bodies who Mm. look completely different different shapes and sizes and are absolutely not trying to do it because they want to be the best at it yeah I'm really rambly I really wish I'd had some coffee this morning (laughs) you're not really rambly but it's right it's it's, that all it's like that that thing that I've said like a bazillion times which is like watch the London marathon when people have been running from about five and a half hours watch everyone that's Mm. finishing the line watch the thousands of people running over the finish line at about the five to five and a half hour mark and you will suddenly realize that you can do it too kind of thing yeah this world is this world includes you um yeah it's just uh yeah yeah, this world includes you that is the thing because you don't want to feel like you're it feel it sucks to feel like you're standing on the sidelines and watching other people do things and I think that can happen with lots and lots of things. But definitely for me, that's been a thing that I felt about my weight in the past where I feel like I can't get involved in that physical thing, be it, you know, running or whatever. I can't mm. go with my friends to the gym. I can't wear a bikini on the beach. I can't wear shorts and and whatever. And I think that lots of that stuff, even like I remember not wanting to get a tattoo. I didn't want to get a tattoo until I'd lost weight because I didn't want it. I thought it would not look, I want, I had a picture of the kind of body that I wanted to have with the tattoo on it kind of thing. And oh Oh my God, God. what a waste of our lives standing on the sidelines, watching other people do things going, I can't do that until I'm this, whether that's a certain size, whether that's a certain fitness level, whether that's a certain whatever it is that you've set yourself as this expectation that doesn't exist just let's just get let's put our hats in the ring this Christmas 
<laughs> that sounds like a Shaking Stevens song. I like it. <laughs> Let's put our hats in the ring this Christmas. Oh, let's put our hats in the ring. Ching, ching, okay. ching, 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 ching. Right. <laughs> yeah, it needs um, a bit of that in the background. Um, okay, well, look. Haven't we banged we, on? We have. Do we have um, a last letter that you were going to mention before we wrap Yeah, we it do, up? but I don't know whether... Maybe this is one that I will read. I will let people mm-hmm. have their thoughts about, and then people can maybe write in and we can t- potentially talk about it in more detail. I don't know whether it will it will sort of spark something in everybody in the way that it did me but I found it very interesting about parkrun etiquette oh love a bit of parkrun etiquette go on <laughs> are we ready to have beef with parkrun again it's that time of year yes always okay always. <laughs> okay hi lovely women's running team this is from lovely ruby she said I rarely go to parkrun um as her nearest one is a 2.5 kilometer all uphill then 2.5 kilometer downhill so completely brutal Ooh. that sounds vile yep. mm-hmm. uh please also <laughs> note that um i do share many of your views when it comes to parkrun i find it has become too competitive and the fun has been sucked out of the community vibes that were once its staple i decided to go last week as it was a beautiful autumn day i was having a great run and finished maybe a second behind the woman in front As you all may know, and I had temporarily forgotten, once you pass the finish line, you have to stay in the order in which you cross the line so that you get the correct barcode and you're assigned the correct position and time, etc. I inadvertently passed the woman in front of me once we were over the line and she stopped me very abruptly as I was still slowing down. She turned to me and very aggressively snapped at me. We have to stay in order. The marshal (laughs) at the finish line turned to me, smiled and asked politely if we could stay in the right order fair dues those are the rules Mm -hmm. however the Mm -hmm. tone of the woman in front stayed with me for the rest of the day as i was really startled by it i was not trying to overtake her there was no malice on my part yet i felt like that woman's position was so important to her that she might think i was overtaking because i was trying to beat her it completely took the fun out of the whole experience anyway it bothered me love you both love the pod sorry to hear that ruby because i would have burst into tears Mm. immediately (laughs) (laughs) and of course i would be the person saying it (laughs) Oh, I'm Team Ruby here. Someone could like run over my toes with a car and I'd be like, sorry. I I would <laughs> never be the person who would who would shout at somebody because of a position in park run. Oh, Come on. Whereas I, I and I don't think I ever would, but I I I don't think I would have said what that woman said, but I would have tutted. I would have tutted. Would you? So um... Do you give a shit? Sorry to bully yes. you for it, but if you if you had worked really really hard to get a specific time and but place. they said she she does say in the email that they crossed uh, at uh, she crossed like a second after her. Yeah, but I mean, you know what a PB is. I mean, it could it yeah, could mean all the difference, couldn't it? Could mean all the difference. So, and maybe she yeah. was that one. She was like, I have to. I had to get under 30 and it was 29.59 or something. Yeah, I get that. Could have been that. I would say, I would say though, in that instance, hi, I'm so sorry, but I I really, really, really want my my sub 30 or my PB or whatever it is. Like, I think I just cro- I crossed over just before you. Do you mind if I get in front of you in the line to do the barcodes? I don't think you need to go, you have to stay in line. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think <laughs> you have to she, do that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I would love to know what everyone thinks about this. Who, she does who, say Ruby who, has a reaction to the marshal. The marshal mm. says, do you mind if you stay in the right order? And she goes, fair dues. It's the tone that's yeah. upset her. And I so it's not I what agree. she said; it's how she said it, which is my. It's how she said it, and I am yeah. a. I am. A, I'm sorry if the if the you know if the person who I've turned into a horrible villain in this is listening because I do <laughs> I, I do totally appreciate that. However, I'm gonna go. I am gonna go ahead and say it because I feel like, and I I know I don't want to start beef with everybody and with Parkrun, but like I don't understand Parkrun. I don't get it. Because, like, don't you go for, they bill it as not a race. A com- in fact, you literally, I have been contacted by Parkrun before when I've referred to them as a race in, in news stories mm. and stuff where they've been like, you need to change that. Like, they do mm-hmm. not allow you to refer to them as a race. It's supposed to be about community. It's supposed to be about encouraging movement. It's supposed to be about, but yet a lot of the stories that I hear and a lot of people's experiences tend to be that it has become massively about times and um, to the point that somebody would like be cross at, at, and snap at a fellow runner because of how much they care about a second. Like it, I, yeah, I understand I, it, that in the world of like competitive running at a local mm. park run, I don't think it's the place for it. And it makes me sad that that's what that event has become. I think park run has always been that. And I think they've tried very, very hard for it not to be that. But the fact mm. that it is described as a free weekly timed run, that's what it is. And I know they say run, walk, jog, whatever. But the the fact of the matter is, is that because it's a 5K, because it's every week, and because you are sent your times, that that's why we have beef with it anyway. Because when we go, it it makes you feel like you are in a race. It you you Your heart rate goes up like you're on the start of the Vitality 10K, doesn't it? It's like, right, here I am at the start. I'm going to run this race. Yeah. So, and, but because you have your, you, you you know, if you regularly do it, you have last week's um, park run time in your head and you're thinking, okay, so last week I did it in such and such time. This week I want to do it in this time. You can't help but be um, competitive with yourself as well as with other runners, but particularly I yourself. Can you help. have to be. I can help. That's why I don't get it. But that's why you, I wouldn't you don't... do that if I was trying to get. I mean, I'm not really a time person, but I have occasionally been like, I don't know, maybe had a time in the back of my mind or something. But I just don't think that I would use. I mean, yeah, maybe may, maybe I've not been to enough park runs. I know that people use definitely use park run. Obviously, it's a free way of having an official time with something. Um, yeah, you don't have yeah. to enter a race in the same way that you would. I'm getting beefy with Parkrun now and I need to stop. But no, it's also and, and, and fired think... up by a conversation I had with a with a fellow uh, person in women's sports media um, mm. yesterday who um, said that, that she thinks that Parkrun isn't designed for women. And I found that very, very interesting. Oh, really? But maybe we can talk about all of this stuff. Maybe it's time oh, let's to have it. another controversial another Parkrun. Parkrun episode. Episode, episode. <laughs> let's do it let's do it let's do it next issue issue oh my god i mean she's a she's a something she's a she's a publisher in um well actually esther we're not going to do it oh no we might be able to do it next issue issue 
fucking hell. We might be able to do it next episode. (laughs) Because um, we uh, have got one more that I think we need to think about before the Christmas ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think we can definitely we yeah can definitely put in some parts. so we have got time we we do really want to hear your thoughts on this like oh please send like, it in and ruby thank you because that really yeah. really i mean it got us going we were, re- yeah. we were ready to leap to, at each other's screens let me adam absolutely um, let i me adam. think um bring Call me back bring on your stories of similar incidences because i bet that is not self-contained I bet there's more than that going on and yeah uh, you know what your thoughts are on the kind of the competitive aspect of park run um and whether you've stopped going because it feels too competitive you know those sorts of things that would be yeah be really interesting to hear or whether yeah. you go because because it is because like because the competition yeah, maybe you is love largely, that it is like that yeah mm. because the competition is largely with yourself so at least there's that it's not like generally speaking unless you're kind of running around in 17 I'm gonna, minutes i'm gonna beg to differ i'm carrying oh, really? on the beef here it tells you what number you are in your age and gender category i don't oh, think it does, that's yeah. competitive with yourself yeah that's true but then you never know from week to week you don't know if the same women or whatever are, are running the following week so you, you can't you can't use that as a stat you can't say i came 43rd this week and i came 42nd you can't use it as a stat can you you can only use your time as the as the religious thing no, because that's it's true they, i guess unless you're people. getting into the big guns and you're first then i guess that's a yes. bit of a claim to yeah 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 because yeah. i've definitely been very very high up in my age category when there have been 12 people running so it's, yeah it's... i've been last in my age category and i didn't care to know <laughs> oh, i didn't care to know surprised. and it forced that information upon me and i was like fuck off and I haven't been back since. So tell us. We're so interested to know what you guys think about this because I, I mean, I think it's it is polarizing and I like that about it because because of the fact there's no right or wrong answer. We're all different runners. For me, yeah. I hate to jeopardize our future relationships or potential partnerships with Park Run, but it's really not for me. <laughs> Esther, sounds like it's a bit more for you. I'm very interested to hear what you guys think about it. Yeah, I'd be yeah super interested. Let's uh, yeah bring on bring on the emails, please. Um, yeah, let's get Dave to write like a, a jingle that's like um, <laughs> like the kind of thing you'd have before like a the big fight. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> I'm sure he's got plenty of time to do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 